Hey, it's Dan here. We're about to start, but a reminder, a reminder that we are on video. Now, why you'd want to look at our ugly mugs, I don't know. But if you do, it's beautifully shot. We're on YouTube, so you can actually see the podcast in person. Just look up, get them on side on YouTube. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning. Welcome to another Get Em On Side. You can just smell the spring in the air. Didn't even oh. have to wear a big jacket today. Just turned up in normal clothes. It's You can just feel the good weather's on the way. And we're going to have... Joel Kane. hello to you. Yeah, hello to you, Dan. We're going to have the last month in September of regular season and then the, then the finals in October. Amazing. Is this the best time of the year? Where you just broken the back of winter, so you're now wearing t-shirts and we haven't broken the back. Don't say that. You're yes. going to jinx it. No, we haven't. Because you know what? there's going to be a cold snap. Nah. There we want. There's one left. There's one left before we get. There's always one late one before we get to September. It'll be a little tap on the tush. That's all it'll be. You know why? Because every single year, the same weekend. It didn't happen this year because the city to surf. Mm. is on the same weekend as the PB Lawrence Stakes, the Group 2 PB Lawrence Stakes, and it's that day, which is always a magnificent day. That's your official changing of the season. And it gets better this year because you're soldiering on towards footy finals and the permutations towards the footy finals. Uh, You've got spring carnival racing. You've got summer starting to come up all up into Christmas. And this year you've got... State of origin. State this of origin. is the best time of the year where you know the shares <laughs> are only going up, Dan. Seven months of good weather on the oh, way. Please stop it. Good so times. because we're short on time today, we're not talking about the scores from last week. Is that confirmed? <laughs> so <laughs> Remember last year when I got the eight out of eight, you had that dramatic music? For me getting it. We can find music. Shane <laughs> can put this in whether he does it live or puts it in after. Let me read. I want you, Joel, to tell me the score. Mm. Sydney Roosters, Melbourne. Plenty to not many. You had the Roosters, minus five and a half. Mm. Warriors, Penrith. Penrith won 18-12. You had Penrith, minus seven mm. and a half. You ended up going 0 oh and 8. Now, in billiards, if you don't sink a – in snooker, in pool, if you don't sink a ball, you have to do a lap of the uh, yeah. table naked. Ooh. Off you go. Righto. Off you go. Sean and I weren't much better, two and six apiece. But I, you know what I think that means? So we were, what, a combined four and 20. <laughs> you know what, Dan? Merge with you. Merge with you. I'm in a tipping comp at the line, yes. and each week I publish the average. The average was three out of eight. It was a torturous week. Uh Oh, hello. Ah, here he is. That's the, that's the more chilly uh, sound it's, effect. The Mexican. Oh, the Mexican. More chilly. Sean the Trader, good morning. Oh, morning. What about that intro? Is Shane, it the, uh, Shane, our producer, has been very, very busy this yeah. week, hasn't he? That was outstanding. Well done. How is are it wrong, Is it wrong that my first uh, thought when I hear music is what poker machine it relates to? I don't have any problems at all. How's Warrigal? <laughs> Oh, mate, it's cold and it's a little bit shit. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. I'd much <laughs> rather be up north with you boys. I'll yeah. tell you what. And that sugar, 
you need a cold shower after reading out that sport and racing calendar, what we've got in front of us this oh. year. That's um, I'm very excited to get back up there and get amongst it. I need so. a nice bath, Shawnee. That That is right <laughs> in my sweet well, spot. Well, we have crowds for the Sydney races. Melbourne races won't have any, I gather. No. Don't know. I don't know how all that plays I out. We've got the so. Everest coming up, the Melbourne Cup. Oh, stop the fight. When's the Everest? Uh, Was last week of October? No, before that. Well week, before that, week isn't prior. it? Week prior. Week prior. Oh, Caulfield Cup I think Day. so, yeah. Caulfield Cup Day. But Caulfield Cup Day has now been pushed back, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the week year. Matty Pryor. Yeah, okay. You so you're going to have a preliminary final weekend. <laughs> oh, damn, please. Where you've got... Um, oh, what about this? I was doing... This delicately uh, moves, moves me away back to league. I was doing some sort of sums thinking what possible matchups for the finals because I think I think the eight's done, right? I th- and we'll talk about that in a second. I think we've got the eight. Now it's just the permutations. We could have a first weekend, Penrith versus Parramatta. Don't tell me you wouldn't be excited by that. Ah, uh, just before you move off that game, tell me this, Dan. Yeah. Penrith versus Parramatta. Where's it at? Yes. I don't know. It would normally would be at, at the big venue, Bank West, but I don't know. In fact, it, it can't be at Bank West. Like at no, worst, it's at ANZ Stadium. I think they should make an announcement. The NRL. Any Sydney final is at ANZ. We don't care who's in, Roosters, Penrith, whatever, because we want to maximise seats. We've only got – so an 80,000-seat stadium, that's going to get you, what, 20,000? Yep. We're ba- basically batting a quarter full. To me – Unless you... Parramatta are a higher seed, I think they can have it at, at Parramatta. No, you don't just think so? Say, no, just say ANZ, that's it. We're, it's all about maximising seating because Bankwest, you've got 30,000 seats. Yep. So that's, what, 7,500 available. Right. Might be more. I don't know. But, uh, my, I'm just saying, in the pure interest of fairness and for money and for access, yep. ANZ, if Melbourne hosts a final, it'll be in Queensland at Suncorp. If Canberra, at Suncorp? You wouldn't go Sunny Coast? Again, I want to maximise the yes. amount of fans that okay. come to the game. Yep. Yep. Canberra yep. gets Canberra. Yep. Um, and I think the other teams are all Sydney teams, aren't they? Or the other six teams. So um, that would be how I would do it. And it just takes away any... Because I can just see Penrith Parramatta, right? Um you can't play it at Bankwest at seven and a half thousand. That's hardly enough seats. But you also to... can't play it for the the weaker side getting the home ground advantage. Exactly, and I don't think, and I don't, I just don't think it's right playing it at Penrith. They've earned it, yes, but you can't have a final in front of four and a half thousand people. No, I get that, but Dan, so this is the scenario which the NRL needs to consider, mm. right? If they have it at Bankwest Stadium, and if going into the last round ordinarily, Penrith and Parramatta are reliant on winning their games to earn that first or second spot or home final, however the case may be, then if hypothetically Penrith knew they were going to finish second and Parramatta third or vice versa, yeah. they would just pull their players out in the last round because oh. there's no advantage to... Okay. But that, yes, you're right. But that's, you know, that's one game, one or two games that would be ruined. Did you just hear that? Yeah, what was that? That was Tony Archer. <laughs> the so Arch. the refs are next to us and I just heard <laughs> very... Quick, boys, rule changes. Any rule changes you want to get out there? Actually, Arch, Arch, come in if you like. Look, this week we've got the Warriors playing who, Dan? The Bulldogs. Yeah. We must trial a rule this week. There's going to be games more and more as the season goes towards the end. Let's trial them rules, boys. Sean, Sean, I've got to tell you something. Last Was it last week? Last week. Go down to get the coffee. (laughs) Here he is, Joel. He's got... got Archer and Finch, Robert Finch, absolutely bailed up the poor buggers in the coffee shop, just table-thumping 
opinions about what needs to happen, what needs to happen. You can just tell they're looking at each other. You know, like the cat and the dog in The Simpsons when Grandpa was looking after them, they just rolled their eyes and looked at each other. <laughs> That's how they were looking at each other. They were both looking for their own captain's challenges. <laughs> can someone read out a coffee order from this morning? Because it was embarrassing when yeah. I got that text of the coffee order come through. Strong skim latte. Yeah. Are we? Well, what's that was your, me. Right. Piccolo. Yep. That's uh, the producer, Shane, who I'm going to get to in the moment. He's been talking himself up way too much. Hot chocolate. Yep. Chai latte. That's Susie, the hot chocolate. Chai latte. I mean, Alex. What'd you go? Long black. Long black. That a man's drink. Righto. So see here, Dan, and I know it's hard. <laughs> what would for- you have had, Sean? I mean, you're not exactly uh, the ma- most masculine coffee drinker, if I remember. Straight down the line, strong flat white, mate. No sugar. No uh, sugar. Okay. Yeah, what I've done, boys, I stumbled across my... Old footy cards, right? 30 years old, these cards are. And some of the names that pop up, Jason Ouchen, uh, Jason Stafford, oh, Ian Schubert, yeah, Alfie Langer, Tessman. Uh, by the way, on Alfie. Ray Tessman? Kurt Tessman. Andrew Tessman. Andrew Tessman. There was yeah. another Tessman. Andrew yeah. Tessman. Uh, Graham the Penguin Bradley playing for Penrith. Anyway, Ian Howcroft. So many names that uh, these Jeez. are 30 years old. So what I've done, uh, producer Shane's driving me mad yesterday and... He said, I don't need Dan's black book. I've got all the contacts in the world and blah, blah, blah. You could, yeah, you could throw out Ellen DeGeneres and I'd have her in 10 minutes. I said, all oh, right. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring in my cards. I'm going to shuffle my cards. And now for those who can't see these cards, you would see them if you watch this via YouTube. We're yes. now on YouTube. Um, but I'm going to – how many cards have I got here, Dan? You reckon about 50 cards? Oh, minimum. Yeah, minimum. no, 50 is about right. About 50 about right. Yeah, that's right. about a deck of I'm going to shuffle these cards and you tell me when to stop. Yep. Right? Stop. Stop. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab a card from the front, put it in the middle somewhere. Yep. Card from the back, put it in the middle somewhere. Yep. And I'm just going to pop up a random card, right? And whichever card comes up, producer saying, how, how long will we give him? 10 minutes to get him? He's got to call them. We're going to, as a I, guest. I would go. Hang on, let's get a close up. I think he's got till the end of the podcast. I, I, I'm that. This player here. Am I picking it up? Yeah, pick it up. Front or back? Because there's oh, two the, coming up. Uh, I'll go to the front. Who is it? Oh, Jeff Toovey. Jeff Toovey. That's gettable. Get the clock on, Dan. How, how long has he got? That number would be in my fa- in my book, I reckon. Would it? Oh, I, I'm happy to give him to the end of the pod. Yeah, but it's all right being in your book. He's got to answer. He's got to come on air. I understand, but the first challenge, he's got to know his number. So That's- there he is, Toovey. Toovey's the great man. Something dodgy about your card trick there, Joel. I don't know what. But, uh, if- <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> mate, uh, mate, I thought you were going to get Steve Fulmer for a second. Well, I thought, you, well, how the hell... He chose do- the card. Okay, fine. Righto. Fine. Any, don't worry. Anyone who does magic, I'm just instantly sceptical. <laughs> the other big story of the week, and, uh, well, actually, no, the, the big story of the week, well, I think it's Seabold, but we'll get to that shortly. I love what he's done, by the way. Get into him, Seabold. That was my Bambi last week. I told you, as soon as you threaten legal action, people take you seriously. Yep, good boy. He's gone a step further, though. Yep, good boy. Okay, what do you do? Okay, let's. we'll leave Kevin Proctor to later. What do you do if you see, well, you've got this information from this cyber community? Mm-hmm. Um, your choices are press charges. Yes. Or, or we'll take it to the police. The police are going to decide if it's charge-worthy. Sue. Yes. Or the other option, the dirty option, is leak it, just leak it to the media and just ruin someone's career that way. Yes. I, I rate Anthony Seabold. I really do. And, and I think he is... I've met lots of coaches and the way they handle... Th- I, I believe he is top six coach, potentially, in the comp. 
at the right club, Dan. I'm telling you, mate, this bloke is sharp. I know he knows sharp what he's doing, but if he hasn't got man management skills. Yeah, but if you if you are a gun CEO and you walk into a, a place, don't forget Wayne Bennett's last game at the Broncos, they conceded 50, right? I get that, I get that. So if you walk into a place that's already, the heads are off, it's a car crash, you... you Bart Cummings couldn't train a horse that couldn't run to win a Melbourne Cup. He, he could do some magic, but, you know, at some point. It's like when I sit down in the makeup chair. You know, the makeup ladies say to me, we're makeup artists, not magicians. You know what I mean? Like, you sometimes can't polish a turd, so to speak. So, look, I'm They've telling underperformed. you. What I'm, what I'm getting to is that if it gets divulged that it's someone very, very close to the club, which clearly has an influence on the club, which has clearly hijacked what he's tried to do there. Yeah. Does that help his long-term aspirations yes. as a coach yet? Yeah. Yes, it does, doesn't I it? I think it's all about how do you squeeze out one more year because that seems going to be better next year, you would think. Yeah. You would think if they can just solve the half situation, have a bit of – they've had a wretched run with injury. I looked at their team last night. Um, and the team – this is the forward pack not playing this week. You ready for this? Yep. Haas – Turpin Lodge. How's that for a front row? Glenn Pangai Jr. Flegler as your back row. You've got in the backs Tessie New, Corey Oates, Xavier Coates, Jack Bird, Jermaine Izarko, Brody Croft, Sean O'Sullivan. I, I suggested on Twitter last night the team not playing would be favourites against the team that is playing this week. I didn't week. see that. That's a great tweet. It's a team that is just ravaged. So they haven't had much luck either. Uh, Kevin Proctor, Sean. What did you make of Guilty? What did you make of Sean Johnson's week? And what did you make of four weeks as the final figure? Well, uh, he he bit him, didn't he? I don't know what everyone's... The the vision that I saw clearly looked like a bite to me. Um, And it's been a bit of a circus, the way Johnson sort of... I wouldn't say he carried on on the field because that was his natural reaction to... I don't know what I'd do if I got got bitten. He tried to backtrack because he's his mate. Um... But actually, Jar, their executive scorer, made a made a good point on on Twitter, and he said that well, four weeks is somewhere in the middle. He either bit him exactly ten weeks, hundred percent, or he didn't, and it's and he's not guilty. So I think they they probably had a bit of an each way bet um, the judiciary. But from everything that I saw, he bit him. I'm convinced, Joel, that yep. there there is trial by media with these things because the media for the couple of days leading up was like, oh, geez, was it really a bite? Was it really that bad? Don't tell me that didn't have an influence on the judiciary because if they came down table-thumping, this is a disgrace, he would have got 12. I, I don't think he was guilty. I don't think... How can you categorically say that he was not a chomp, was it? Wasn't no. It? Does, does, there need to be, does there need to be an on-field complaint, though? Like, I'm not sure. You, you don't need to complain when you get, you know, head high, head high shot around the, around the jaw. If the, if the bunker's gone up and... And they've seen a, an act of mm, foul yeah. play, and biting's probably the worst of it. Yep, but biting um, is is something that can be a bit more subtle, minor, and and that's something that nearly every bite that you've seen on a, on a field, they've gone on to complain about it. Yeah, don't you think? It's, mm. Yeah, maybe it's, get, it's getting hit head high it's, is part of the game in many ways. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's a tough one. But look, what I saw, there was a little, there was a little nibble. And I know his forearm was was in his mouth, but well, the defence uh, that he said I was choked indicates he was acting on, uh, he was reacting to something, which means he was defending his reaction. Yeah, um, I think, and also, but four weeks, what it does do, it justifies the send off. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was a send off. 
No, I don't either. I was calling it at the time, and I it was confusing because I thought this is a straight um, uh, report situation. To send him off, you have to be damn sure. That's right. But we do, see. Here's the problem, right? The pictures you see on TV are the same pictures we see at the ground, right? Yep. But the bunker has access to all of them. Now, eventually, we're going to see all those. But we have they're, they're they're Fox pictures and they're yes. nine pictures, right? But the bunker has all those shots. It's actually quite brilliant. All those shots at once, and I'm there thinking, well, they must have an angle that we haven't put on screen yet. That is so definitive yes. that they had no option but to send him off. The only thing that was definitive, Joel and Sean, was that Johnson's arm was in the mouth of Proctor. But that I, it ruined the goal, Gold Coast. They were gonna, I think they were going to win that game. They were certainly in the fight. Yeah. Yes. And that absolutely stuffed their game. That, and I thought that was brutally unlucky. Yeah, I think so too. All right, we're all on the same page. Well, this is... Oh, hello. Hello. What a, did I hear the doorbell? Is this? Uh, that, I was, hope, I was hope, really hoping he's. Is this producer Shane coming good or not? This is meet the Kumars. That's what it is. Hello, what who is, is going we, What's going on? Yeah, Shane won't tell us anything. By the way, before the show, he just says, "Just, just we'll react live." I really hope it's not Jeff Tuvey. You know why? Because I want to see <laughs> producer Shane with his peacock feathers out fail. Oh. Yeah, good one, boys. Good one. Nice, nice work. Oh. It's Tooves. <laughs> it's Tooves. I bloody knew it. Yeah. Tooves, lovely to speak to you, mate. I, well, I was just hoping we we couldn't get the guest because now our producer is just going to never let us forget this, that he actually got the job done in five minutes. How are you? Oh, good, thanks. He's coming through with the goods, eh? Coming through with the goods. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, mate, you're a qualif- are you a qualified accountant? Is that the, no. Was that your... No, chartered accountant, yeah. Are you st- are you, so have you gone back into that business? Well, I'm here right now, just looking at sunny Pitt Street, um, looking at the empty streets. Now, oh. now, if if someone on this desk was to be ta- audited, would you be able to help <laughs> me? And 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 I may not be speaking hypothetically here. Would you be able to help well, someone who has just been well, issued an audit notice? It's our child rule. Cash is king. So, you know, it's cash. Damn it. Just take that cash. Damn it. Okay. Now, Toof, you know how you... I like. This call has eventuated because I've got all these old footy cards and I've done a shuffle here and your photo here, little, geez, good-looking, young, blonde hair, uh, running over the top of a Gold Coast player here looking for players in support. Mate... Uh, it must have been a one-off, that one. Let me read the back of the card here, Toofs. Um That'd be modest. Tuvi is one of the brightest young prospects in the Manly Stable of Champions. He was blooded successfully in the first grade in 1988 and proved elusive every time he was fed the ball. Only small in size, but already not afraid to deck the biggest players with copybook defence. We don't use that word enough, do we? Copybook. And dock and deck. Deck. Does it, uh, still, does it still smell of the chewy? The chewing yeah, gum? yeah, yeah, the, the uh, yeah. The stim roll chewing gum. Stim roll. There you it go. It was stim roll and it was Scanlon's. Wasn't that the other brand? Yeah, yeah. that's it. Hey, by the way, Tooves, uh, I have been campaigning vigorously to get you a coaching job. And the reason I say that is that, look. He wants 5%. 10%. To, to win a grand final, right, or to play in a grand final, you need to be top two defence, right? And... Bellamy and Robinson, every single year in the defensive column, there's a three in front of it, 300 and something, blah, 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 blah. Your coaching career, 
I reckon averages at about 360, 370, which is almost grand final a year stuff. No other coach other than Bellamy or um, Robinson get anywhere near that. Why are you not front of the road when it comes to the cab order of coming into the coaching? Do you still want to be a coach? Well, I did apply for a couple of recent jobs at time. I didn't even get a look in. So, um, mm. obviously, there's some issue there, but um, who knows what that is. But um, it can't be on uh, results. So, um, again, I'll, I'll leave it in your ball, in, in your hands, but you maybe become my manager. That'd uh, be great. Uh, Dan, let me talk you through this, right? Yes. And this is no, no shot at Trent Barrett. What did we say? 3% or 2%? No, uh, 10%, Toofs. <laughs> um <laughs> So what is the normal? Sorry, for, forgive me. What is the normal rate in terms of uh, a man? Is it seven percent? Five or six plus GST, I think. Because in America it's about three percent. Now we're dealing with a lot more money, obviously. So three percent is quite fat. Yeah. But um, that's interesting. That would geez, our managers are, uh, get a get a fair ch- chunk. If you had to take the reins of a team oh, to get to Joel, the finish let line, it go. No, no. If you had to take the reins <laughs> oh, oh, for I this year, were, I thought you were getting him no, back to coaching again. No, Sorry. no. The way I'm wording it, okay. instead of asking him who should they be backing to win the premiership, ah, I'm saying, like Tooves, if you had to take the reins like of a it. team here to the finals, which team would you like to be coaching from here on in? I like it. Well, there's, there's two probably standouts for me. I mean, probably Storm because because of the the, the backroom staffing they've got there and to push. Their players through a couple of both senior players injured at the moment, but they'll come good at the end of the year, so they'll be ready to go. Mm. And I think you can't go past the Panthers. I mean, um, young Cleary, I, I have a doubt at the beginning of the year, but he's just really stood up and taken charge of the Panthers team. Mm. And the young, the young caliber of players they've got there is just just an unbelievable, outstanding team with some great uh, old heads there, but some great young talent. And I think they're probably the most exciting team that I'd like to be in charge of coming into the semi-finals. There we go. I think I think we're all starting to come around on Penrith, aren't we? You're an early adopter, Joel, but I think the rest of us are all sort of we weren't convinced. But they just right. keep thumping teams, and they keep and they've beaten most of the good teams that have been put in front of them, including Melbourne. Yeah, I was well, an early adopter, but I was also an early bagger, Dan. So I've got to I've got to be. Uh, well, that was last that. year. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, what was that, Tooth? <laughs> So I had my doubts over Cleary at the end of last year. You know, yeah. he got thrown in the spotlight so so early and so quickly. And I just had some some doubts about his, his capabilities. But this year, he's just played so tough, and he, he's the real leader of their team. And I think he'll be there for a long time because his skill and his, and his application to each game is just um, incredible. He's got such a variety of um, of talent that he uses uh, each game. I just think he's a great leader. Righto, Tooves, you've been a famous number nine and number seven in rugby league. I'm going to ask you this, and hypothetically, Panthers go all the way or at least to a grand final, and many would assume they go further than the Souths. State of origin is at the end of the year this year. Oh, here we go. There's one person who passes it to Cleary more than anyone else in the comp. His name's Appy Coruscant. Does oh. Freddie stay with the incumbent Damien Cook, the winning series dummy half, or does Appy Coruscant go past him? What say you, Jeff Toovey? Well, I know Freddie. I think he'll stick with um, with um, with a South Hawker. But um, I think by far the signing of the year yeah. is Appy Coruscant. Um, he's fantastic now. Manly let him go because of obviously salary cap pressures, and um, and they had a young bloke coming through. But um, unfortunately, the young fella got himself in a bit of trouble mm. pre-season, and he's not there. So, look for me, Appy Coruscant. He's probably the form hooker at the moment. Um, he's the signing of the year for sure. 
But will he get a state of origin start? I think Freddie will, will, will stick with the incumbent. But the number one signing actually, Tooves, is uh, you as my first uh, manager Quiet. signing. So thanks for that, mate, being my you first You haven't got your ticket yet. <laughs> no, get the one Gus was supposed to get and he left on the, he left on the table. Thank you, Tooves. See you, Tooves. All right, boys. Have a good day. See you, what a legend, Jeff Toovey. Ah, champion. Well done. Well done. Uh, you, can you bring those cards next week? Yeah, yeah. We do it again. Yeah, let's do. Let's do, do one now. Yeah. I'll set. I'll give Shane the contents of my wallet if he can produce the next person <laughs> that comes up. The contents of your wallet. There's not much in there, mate. On Shane right now. Exactly. He's got that. Okay. And I, I think you did a card trick. I think you wanted Toovey on. Really? Anywhere you like. Okay. Well, here we go. Just. Okay. Just like. All right. Here we go. Oh, Chicka Ferguson. Ah. Now. Read the back of that one. Uh, nickname Chicka. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Test debut 1985. New South Wales 1985. Jeez, I would have thought he played Origin earlier than that. Back in New South Wales again, 88. Will the Australian selectors ever realise what most league fans do? Chicka is one of the finest specialist wingers in the world. Top try scorer in 88 with 19 touchdowns. Well, there we go. So that's 1989. Yeah. That card is foreshadowing. Oh, a, yes. A wonderful year. Let's go to minor premiership betting here on Sportsbet, which is something we don't look at enough. Mm. But, uh, geez, Penrith $1.45. Melbourne, I gather it's the current injuries that mean Melbourne are at that price, two eighty-five. I think Parramatta... Oh, no, they're not value because they lost last week. They're only three points back, though. $11. Roosters 101, mm. and that's not going to happen, you wouldn't think. So um, are we locking in Penrith at $1.45? They're, they're 25. Melbourne's 24. Parramatta is 22. Now, see, I think Parramatta's going to win this week, so that gets them tied with Melbourne. And Penrith play Parramatta in round 18. I think 11 is a little bit... Of, I don't think Parramatta will win the, uh, the first place. Yep. But I'd suggest to you that not much has to go right for them to be in the mix. Yeah, no, I agree with that, but... $1. forty-five though, is very nice. I reckon that price is more about... Uh, they could have a three-point buffer this week. Many yes, people would be predicting Parramatta to go past Melbourne. Yes, they would. And many people would be predicting Penrith to go past the Sharks. Now, why do you have to be so cruel, Joel? Why? What do you Tigers mean? to finish ninth. You would have been part of some of these Tigers ninth place teams, I'm guessing. I reckon the first ever year we probably come ninth. We were sailing towards uh, a minor premiership and then we just fell in a hole. $3.25. That's not a bad price, Dan. Well, let's have a look at their draw. So, If you're uh, saying the eight's the eight, they've got to be the top of the pops for the, the rest. Pops. And I think they might struggle, actually. Oh, uh, they've got a brutal run. They play all four you know, in the top four. I, I, you'd almost sign away. For, if you're Michael Maguire... You'd almost sign away for ninth at the moment. Um, so they play, obviously, the Roosters this week. Beatable. Beatable. It's the it's the week to get the Roosters. Penrith. Manly. Okay, that's winnable. South. That's winnable. And then Melbourne and Parramatta. I'll tell you what. I'm not taking you through 25, but it's... But, but you know what, Dan? When you start getting the calculator out, and, and look, I'm a Tigers man through and through, and I, I love the fact they're still thinking top... Eight, but it's a big statement to say after you've relied on a field goal to go past the team coming last to say that you're going to knock over, you know, majority of the top four teams. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, I'm stunned that no Cronulla player has ever been top try scorer. Can you believe that? 
Never really? been in the NRL. I checked this out. No Holmes, no Peachy. That's what I thought. No. So yeah. Holmes, Holmes scored 21 a couple of years ago, but that was a Vunavalu 23 year. Yes. Um, so Sione Katoa yes. is leading, and I think this is the market here we're uh, bringing up here. Sione Katoa is on 13. He's on $4. Then you've got a wall of players. Your, your hero, Stephen Crichton, equal favourite at four. Um, Alex Johnston, Mike Acevo at six. And then you've got Norfoluma at nine. And then double digits the rest. Um, that's a fascinating market. I don't. I would guess that is the most open top try scorer market with six matches to go in a long, long time. Oh, absolutely, Shawnee. Listen, who you got for top try scorer, Shawnee? <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's hard to go past your boy, Chug. Um, yeah, they're in for the most. Yeah, the most, the most wins. What is he? He's one, one behind. He, he might have the lead after this week. It's a big, it's a big game for it this weekend. What about? Uh, it's hard to go past him. I think. Sean, what about the excitement of Joel? I mean, I've never seen someone so excited at people's misfortune, but when all those roosters went down and he knew that Kyle Flanagan was back and he's still in front, the yeah, top point scorer, yeah. but they're, they're closing in. I said he had two weeks, didn't I, Dan? He could st- keep it for two weeks. But, boys, what we're going to do here, we've got a great crew here. Susie, uh, yes. Alex, yes. Shano yes. with his pe- peacock feathers. Yes. And, of course... The three of us. Yes. We're going to have a lunch on the line here, boys. Whoever comes last in what I'm about to do here is going to shout the greater team lunch, okay? Okay. okay. And a few beverages. I've come up with a board. This is a... Oh, what? We've, <laughs> what got is a we've got a tri-scorer stable here. We're going to have a draft, boys. Can you see that? <laughs> when so, did we become part of the interruption? Yep. Yeah, so so we get three picks each. <laughs> so you've got Katawa 13, Crichton, Johnston, Norfolk 12, Felt 11, Dufty 11. You know the Dragons have three in the top ten? Um... Sivo uh, uh, 11, Adokar 10, Ravalawa, my man, Ravalawa, $8.50. <laughs> Remember, Sean's got to pay me uh, out yes. because my he bet was He just won't canceled. go away, will he? And do you know why I hope you're not paying him out? Because I backed him for our punters club at 150 to 1 top try scorer, right? No, 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 no clap. Oh, got cancelled. No, didn't get cancelled. I said to the boys, I said, what's the cash out on Ravalawa? He oh, was a fair way back. No. And they said, oh, it's, it's 300 bucks or 200 bucks, something like that. I said, just take it. I said, he's not going to get it. Just take it. So they've taken it. Righto, boys. So what we're going to do here, here's the rules. You get the existing tries. They, they stay. They're your points, right? So whoever yeah. gets the most tries between their three players, we're doing a real quick draft here. Shawnee, who do you want from the list? I'll take yours off for you. Your boy, give it to me. My your boy, my boy Stephen Crichton. That's your first you player, bastard. Stephen Crichton for the minor. Who have you got? Sevo, Mike Acevo. So eleven points for Dan. Righto. I will. So I start one off the pace. You start one off the that's pace. Fine. I start two off the pace. I'm going to go the fox. Yeah, it's a that's ah, a good one. Right, we'll snake we'll snake ladder it back to you. No, oh. back to back to me actually. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll take the leader, Kitoa. Yeah. Right. I will take... I'll have to take Johnston. Johnston. Coal miner. No fuck, please. Noffer. Noffer. Yep. Righto. We're snake laddering here. So you've got three remaining. You can have Felt, Dufty or Ravalawa. Dufty, please. Dufty. Dufty for the coal miner. Oh, let me have... I've, I've supported him all year. Ravalawa. Go on, take Ravalawa. it. You Ravalawa. There you go. Righto, so... Just repeat. How good was he, by the way, the other night? 
in the general run of play against Parramatta. So we've all got three <coughs> players each. So we start with, so for instance, I've got 12, 11, 10. So I start on 33. Is that right? Yeah, you're 33. You've got Alex Johnston. Yeah. Mike Acevo and Michaeli Ravalawa. Right, okay. Uh, the coal miner's got 11, 12, and 12. So you're on 35. Yeah. Dufty, Nofaluma, Stephen Crichton. I'm on 34 with Josh Adokasi, Yoni Katoa, Kyle Felt. Lower score, boys. Pays for uh, lunch for the greater team, okay? Okay, very good. Beautiful. Um, Muffins for everyone. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, sense, I sense I might be paying. We've got some games to cover, and we'll do it after this. Drop everything. Try Sportsbet's NRL Same Game Multi. Combine your favourite markets, like South to win, into both Latrell and Tedesco to score, and you'll get bigger odds. NRL Same Game Multi from Sportsbet. All right, round 15. Let's go. What a game to start things off, gents. Unfortunately, Melbourne are weak and badly, but it has not blown them out in the market. Sean, I can't believe these odds. Parramatta $1.60, Melbourne two thirty-five. This is a Melbourne side. No Cam Smith. Uh, no Jesse Bromwich now. No Cam Munster. There's your three, certainly two of your best players. Suli Vunivalu's gone. Dale Finucane is gone. Very good chance Cooper Johns is going to make his debut because Jerome Hughes has got a HIA issue. So you could have a Jax Johns. That's a great name. That's a great sounding 6-7, Jax Johns. <laughs> They're only 235. Am I bonkers for thinking even the great Melbourne Storm should not be that price? Yeah, I think a lot of people might have been spooked from what they saw from the Storm last week. They were unbelievable, you know, down on troops against the Roosters. I know the Roosters were, were pretty bad. But I think that might just be propping that or keeping that price down a touch. What do we know about Jerome Hughes? Because he's, he's been named, but there is some doubt. If he if, if he doesn't front up, then geez, Para look absolute sure things at full strength. I can't see anyone missing from that team at Bank West. Um, I'd, I'd probably suggest that they'll continue to firm if anything. They, they have been a bit off for a while though. Para have have played in the wet the last two weeks. I don't know if you can read too much into that. Um, I'll be on uh, I'll be on Para at the line. I think it's going to keep firming. Minus four is what we have it is. So it was three and a half yesterday on Tuesday. And, Joel, it's already eased out to four. That's a significant move. Uh, I think it might actually go out more. Uh, that Melbourne team, that is sort of middle of origin stuff. Yeah. Uh, pa- surely, Parramatta should take care of business here. But they need to. They need to get a big scalp. They're back at home. Uh, I, I marked them at the start of when the teams were announced, minus eight and a half, yeah, Parramatta. You. That's the you. biggest discrepancy I've had on any game. I've texted my punters club and said, boys, at the time, it was minus one and a half yeah. versus my eight and a half. I said, boys, this is a just way under the market. Pile into the eels at the eight and a half. Um, just on Cooper, uh, Cooper Johns, by the way, mm-hmm. he, my young bloke actually was YouTubing him. He's a good player, eh? He's a very, very good player. So don't underestimate Cooper Johns. But that all said, you no, summed it saying, up. Hang on, he's a, he'd be on debut and Riley yeah, Jack's yeah. only a steady player. Correct. But you summed it up perfectly, Dan. This is a mid-origin yeah. uh, team. Eight and a half. That's where I've got him at. It's only four. Please, all aboard. Uh, Sean, you're on power as well. Yep. Okay, we get to Penrith versus Cronulla. Penrith and the Sharks is the 6pm game on Friday. Not good Friday 6pm game. It's lovely to have one not involving the Warriors or the Titans, God bless them. But Penrith $1.30, the Sharks $3.50. 
The line is minus nine and a half. They met six weeks ago. Joel Penrith absolutely slaughtered Cronulla. Yep. Cronulla have not beaten the top eight team all year. Yeah. They're 0-4 against top eight teams. I said it before. I think they would have lost to Gold Coast. They certainly would have been having to fight right down to the wire last week. Penrith are on a nine-game winning streak, and they're showing no signs that they're going to slip up. No, totally agree. Um, and I got criticised for, I call it fool's gold. Like Cronulla, they're going okay, but they actually haven't beaten anyone of significance. Penrith lapped them, as you said. Penrith have lost one game all year, Dan, to the Parramatta Reels, who they could have easily won ten that minutes. game. They've had ten bad minutes ten and, bad and minutes. a bad second half against Newcastle when they couldn't put away a week and say, that's it. That's it. I marked it minus 12, Penrith. What did you have it as? Well, nine and a half is the official line, and my thought was Cronulla cannot defend against good teams. Yep, so th- both Eels and Penrith will be part of my uh, multi. They concede too many points. Panthers, very confident. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I thought I was being pretty conservative um, with my sort of assessment of this game, and I still got it to, to double figures. I think it can probably only be bigger than that, if anything. Um, I, I won't read too much into that, the last game they played against each other because Cronulla just, they they did not turn up in that game um, at all. Um, Dylan Edwards is having a, a very sneaky uh, good year. And for those that, that like a bit of a different view on, on rugby league, follow, it's, it's worth a follow on Twitter. It's called the Rugby League Eye Test. He does some really good analysis um, on individual players and, and everything really just gives you a different lens on things. And he, he sort of overlaid Dylan Edwards' year against Kalen Ponga and he's, he's sort of matching him in all the all the sort of key metrics seven a really good year and I th- yeah I think purely on numbers like I've got this I've got this bigger and if it's dry um, I think Penrith do this pretty easily well I'm scared because this is what did us in last week we all agreed on everything and we were awful uh, but uh, I'm on Penrith as well minus nine and a half uh, we got a Friday 8 p.m. Brisbane versus Dragons. Uh, $3.50 the Broncos, $1.30 the the Dragons. Minus nine and a half. Dragons, they've had a good few, or very solid few weeks. That was a great win over Parramatta last week. Brisbane, here's this week's uh, cavalcade of changes. Isaac Luke is now the number nine instead of Jake Turpin. Flegler and Haas are out. My God. Uh, Milford is back at number six. Brodie Croft punted. Jordan Carr, who plays his first game of the year in the number four jersey. Um, Dragons have won their last three against the Broncos. In saying that, that is a hell of a lot of start for an away team that is going to miss the finals by some distance. Yeah, absolutely. I've been banging on about this quarterback model where one player's got to get towards 70 carries a game. No Croft here, and I love this. Uh, If Dearden cracks 70 receipts of the ball, Dan... Therefore, he's owned the game, and therefore Milford's taken a backseat being a running player. Broncos will win the game. I know they've got outs there, or they'll at least cover the start. Nine and a half, no Croft, love it. Uh, they can get the job done here, the Broncos. Yeah, totally, totally agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> this scared that boring. we agree so much again this week. I know it's very, very boring, but I think um, Croft out is no loss at all, and, and Deedon, I'm really keen to see him um, sort of running, running that team. Um, solo yeah a, a bad team this short on the road even though Suncorp isn't the advantage that it you know probably yeah. is in, in normal years got to have the Broncos at the start and they're like the, they were semi close last week 
um, before they got blown away like they have done, you know, almost every game this year. But it's it's too big a start to, to be anywhere near that minus. So Broncos for me. I have the same tip, but different reasons. You two have talked about the Broncos and their changes. I just don't think the Dragons have the ability to thump a team. And uh, I, they're better than the Broncos at the moment. And they proved last week when they play properly, when they play to their best, they can compete. But nine and a half too many. I'll, I'll take the Broncos there. Gold Coast Canberra is our Saturday game. And it is on the coast. Uh, they met earlier this year, round one. So before the isolation, Canberra won 24 to 6. I think they blew them away in the first 10 minutes and never looked back. Titans, $4. Rainers, $1.25. Ten and a half a line. Sean, I looked at that, I've got to be honest, and thought dollar twenty-five, pretty fat for Canberra. I know the Titans are pretty competitive at the moment, but gee, dollar twenty-five, that's pretty good uh, bank interest for a team that you would imagine should get this job done. Yeah, I don't know if it, I wouldn't call it fat. Um, certainly I think like the Gold Coast before um, Proctor had his little banquet um, that second half, they were they were probably like, it looked like they were on top. Um, they might not have won the game. They were certainly going to cover it pretty easily. Um, I've, I've been sort of bullish on them the last few weeks. I just like what they're like what Holbrook's doing. They're, they're still trying, even though the year's over for them. Brimson, really good. Uh, yeah, plus 10.5 looks um, looks a, a really good bet for me. I think they've got a lot of points in them um, on a dry track um, against the Raiders, who, you know, without still, obviously, Hodgson's gone for the year. Um, not the team they once were. So Titans for me. Joel. Yeah, look, I think uh, I'm agreeing with Shawnee here again here. Wow. 24 points to six after a grand final. They're at home, Canberra. They're ready to fly out of the season. They've got all those players, Hodgson. All those players you mentioned, Soliola, Horsburgh, list goes on. They won by 18. None of those players are playing that I mentioned. Gold Coast are so improved. Yes, they are. They are so improved, and they're back at home. So surely that's worth, you know, seven and a half points. Hmm. I think I'm with the coal miner. Ten and a half too big. No. Okay, fair enough. I'll I'll go the other way. Canberra have quietly just won four of their last five. Um, They're... (laughs) Including that win over the Roosters a few weeks ago, uh, a close win against South, and a close win against the Cowboys. They were they were hammered by Penrith, but geez, they didn't do much wrong. That was just all about Penrith. And then last week they took care of Brisbane. They were eight six at half time behind the Broncos at home. Not sold, DNA. Okay, all right. Well, we agree to disagree. Uh, I'll take the Raiders, not by many, hmm. by by eighteen or something, twenty eight yeah. to ten. Um, Saturday, 5.30. Leichhardt is where we go. West Tigers and the Sydney Roosters. Um, the Roosters, the kaleidoscope of changes continues. They've won 13 of their last 14 against the Tigers. Tigers, $3.10, and I know a lot of pundits think that's really good value. $1.37 for a Rooster side that uh, loses Kiri, loses Lamb, loses Orbison, Um Tui Pilotu's out as well. They welcome back Warrior Hargreaves, so that's a big in. Brent Morris, Kyle Flanagan, and Drew Hutchison at the halves. Flanagan and Hutchison. Freddie Lussick to make his debut. Um, and Sam Walker has been named in 21. I'd be stunned if he played, but you never know. Uh, the Tigers... Geez, that was a really good game last... I don't know how that came across on TV, but that was a bloody good game, Tigers-Bulldogs. Yeah. Certainly entertaining. I don't know how that form will hold up, but um, 
the Tigers this week, Chris Lawrence announced his retirement, but he's not in the 17 here. They reckon this Sam Walker's a superstar, so this is the week to play him, right? Mm. Like Drew Hutchison, we've seen him play, steady good player. Um, Dan, back to this quarterback thing, right? The Tigers, oil is a good commodity, water is a great commodity, but they don't work together, right? Brooks and Marshall... We haven't made the finals for a long time, the West Tigers. They, they're both great players in their own right, but they do not work. Hand one of them the quarterback. Let them run the team. For me, it's Benji Marshall, the ex-touch footballer. He can carve up like Sean Johnson's picking off teams retreating. Uh, and you know what, Dan and Sean? I watched that game back and I reviewed the game because I called the game and I had a hunch about this. Do you know there were six different players for the West Tigers? Six different players who had the ball on the last tackle of a set and botched it. Six different players. Is that too many cooks in the kitchen, i.e. Brooks Marshall? So because, what, one of them's not calling? How does that happen? Dewey had it on the last. Emboy had it on the last. Joey Leilua had it on the last. Brooks. Uh, Benji. There was one other who had it on the last. Reynolds. Reynolds, probably. Maybe there were seven. Maybe there were seven. Meanwhile, for Penrith, right, Cleary had three repeat sets in the first ten minutes. Just give it to the quarterback. Let Benji run the show. Have you put a copyright on this? Quarterback? You're pushing it very hard. Yeah, well, that's what they've got to do. Just give it to Benji. Okay. Don't let anyone else touch it on the last. Let him run the team. Uh, Six and a half is the start. That's a very tricky start, Shauna. Who are you tipping after all that? Tigers. Tigers, but I don't like Brooks and Marshall together. Yeah, I'll be on Tigers as well. And look, it's... Yeah, a lot's been said about the... The Bruce outs already. The, the look of Hutchison and Flanagan really worries me. I don't think West are any good, but up against this team, as it's named, uh, I can't get it to six and a half. And what's really worrying me about the Roosters is um, Jake Friend. He was never, I wouldn't say a negative for the for the team, but with all those extra outs, he's become a bit of a liability for that team. And I, I honestly don't think, if he's their starting number nine playing 80, um, I don't know if they can win win the comp with with Jack Friend and that team. So wow, um, I don't love I don't love West, but at Leichhardt Oval, six and a half um, looks very good to me with with that Roosters. You know how I said Sam Walker's no chance of playing. This is the perfect way to bring him in in that jersey twenty one. Mm. So there'd be no media because yep. no, no one will assume, and you just name him with an hour to play on. Yeah. I think he will play you based drop, on that. You drop a rumor that that Hutchison has got a niggle or something, mm. so he's named in the Saturday in the Friday team twenty four hours before, so he's in the nineteen, and then you just drop him in four thirty on on Saturday afternoon. Is this the main game on Saturday seven thirty? Okay, South and Manly. Um, will Joel Thompson play? Can you play with a busted tongue? Oh, that, that was that, shocking. There's one bloke who didn't need to prove his toughness. Oh, <laughs> like, like, he's, there's plenty of runs on that board. Um, uh, seven and a half is the line here. South, $1.45, Manly, two seventy five. I can't trust South. I'm, I'm taking him here. I can't trust them. But I do think Manly, the, the lemon is just, the orange is just about dry. I think they've squeezed just about as much as they can out of it. So... I'm taking me I'm taking South, but with absolutely no confidence. Cole Miner. Yeah, it's probably the, the hardest game for me to, to try and read um, of the week. I I just don't like I don't like South at all. Really, Manly keep they keep finding they keep finding something. So I, I'm just going to have to lean um, 
that way. At, at night, you know, you've got the, the potential of a, of a, a somewhat low-scoring game on your on your side. So I'll take plus, but with no real confidence. Yeah, I'm with the coal miner here. I've gone Manly uh, for similar reasons. The other thing is, like I've taken the Tigers, mm. this is it. Like, the season's on the line. It, it's probably gone anyway, but they'll think it's on the line. So yeah. uh, Manly are tough. That and Ari Tuala tried to me, killed it. Yep. Had he not scored... Mm. Newcastle's 15 in 8th, Manly's 14 in ninth. Mm. We've got a real... It, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Knights there have ruined the last six weeks of the comp. They have. The top eight's done. That's right. It's done. Uh, and the forward against for Manly's treacherous. Yeah, so they've got to make up an extra game, yep. which they're not going to do. Uh, who would you have, Roosters or Canberra for fourth? See, I'd have Canberra at the moment for fourth. I've got Newcastle for fourth. Oh, that's right. You've been you're very yeah. hot on Newcastle, aren't you? Yep. Uh, let's go to our... Sunday games. Canterbury versus Warriors kicks us off. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Now, we're going back to Sunday 6.30s after this weekend, and they're garbage games again. So <laughs> I think it's something we've got to look at. But anyway, at least the weather's getting nice. Canterbury 2.35. Warriors $1.60. Now, I don't go to many games, Sean and Joel, just because we're calling a lot off screen. Well, I saw Canterbury in person on Sunday, and I was really impressed. Maybe that's because I was there and anything I saw was going to impress me, but I actually sense Canterbury might win this. Um, Hopperwadi is back. He hasn't played since round seven. Uh, Matt Dory, yep. what a talent he is. Yeah, great find. Oh, and he's big mm, for yep. a kid who's uh, made his first grade debut. Um, Warriors lose Ellie Katoa. That's a big loss for them, and Patrick Herbert. So Hayes Perham comes in and Jack Murchie. Dogs get three and a half start. I would suggest they don't even need that. Dogs for me. What about you, boys? I'm very, very keen on the dogs. However, if you're going to back them, I would not touch them until the final teams are announced. And the reason I say that is that I was surprised Kieran Foran come back onto the field. Did you say that ankle injury? Oh, mate, we thought season over. Yeah, so did we. Right. And not not signed yet beyond next year. That's so you're right. thinking, hang on, is this this can't this might be the end? And the fact that he comes on for me, he's risked further damage. Oh, so, I see. so if you're going to back Canterbury, I love the, the three and a half, but I couldn't touch it because if he doesn't play, everything changes. Ellie Katoa is a massive out for the Warriors. Cole Miner, how do you see this? Yeah, I don't really have a clue in this game either. To be honest, I think you'd, you'd probably just back points and, and sit back, crack a beer, and, and, and cheer the <laughs> cheer the overs home. Um, I'll, I, the Warriors just they, they seem to. If you had to have told me that they'd still be trying at this point of the year, you know, five or six weeks ago, I probably would have laughed at you. But they 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 seem to be playing for each other. And I don't like to rely on that, but um, yeah, probably got more points in them. Um, during the day than this doggies team. So, Warriors for me. Now, someone who's gone missing, Joel, in the last couple of weeks is Luke Thompson. Is that a forgive? Mm. He's a bloke that highly wrapped, started pretty well, but remember, he had to come over, had to quarantine. It's been a weird season. I would suggest that's a forgive. Let's get an NRL preseason into him before we judge him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I He's think so. He's on the bench this week. I think so. I think so. And the final game of the week. Newcastle, North Queensland. North Queensland have quietly put together a seven-game losing streak. They can thank the rugby league gods that the Broncos are taking up all the attention because the Cowboys quietly stink. $1.30 Newcastle. North Queensland, $3.50. The start is minus nine and a half. The only blow for Newcastle, Daniel Saifidi out again. That blow can't take a trick. So Jacob goes into the starting side. Uh... 
the Cowboys last week, well, how they threw that away against South, I'll never know, losing that 31-30. to They had something like 60% of the ball, Joel, which to me suggests that if Newcastle get a fair shake of it here, they could absolutely run rings around the Knights, around the the Cowboys. Yeah, well, as I said, clearly I'm very bullish on the Knights, and I think they can actually still win this comp in a weird old wacky year. People will say, oh, yeah, only the top four can win it, but in 2005, only Parramatta or St. George could win it. Neither made the grand final, so I'm not writing them off. does worry me that uh, Daniel's not playing, but again... Look, they've got to pay them back here. The Cowboys, who embarrassed them, this time at McDonald Jones. It's a long way to come from North Queensland when you can't make the semi-finals. The Knights, I'm all in. All in? Well, Kyle Felt, I've given him life as well after his performance. (laughs) Last uh, last week, he missed a million kicks and they gave away that stupid penalty at the end. Cost him the game. Isn't he in your Um, sweep? No, no, I wouldn't pick him. Okay. Did I? I bet okay. not have. Um, I don't like the look of Ben Hampton at six. If, if that's their best option, then I'll, I'll give up. But Daniel Saifedi out's huge. Um, Pierce isn't... Well, Knights as a, as a, as a team just aren't travelling that good at the moment. Um, Green and Pierce, I don't know if I can um, sort of back them to cover such a big start. So... I don't really love the game, but I'll lean with, uh, I'll lean with the Cowboys getting Wow, I can't believe it. Wow, there you go. I didn't think we'd have any takers for the Cowboys. Uh, so that we're, we're agreed on one, two, three, four. So four of the first five games are all agreed on, and then there's a bit of um, bit of a differential. Hey, Cole Miner, just back to your man. What's it called? Rugby League Eye? Uh, the Rugby League Eye Test. The Rugby League Eye Test. I'm going to just raise this one. I doubt he mentions this, but... I need a bit of a checklist on what you need to win a grand final. You need a fullback who gives triasis. Mm-hmm. You need a halfback who's proven on the representative stage or in a grand final. Yes. You need a forward pack who's just amongst the top three or four. And you need a young gun, right, with a bit of X factor who's snuck under the radar. Newcastle Knights tick all those. Ponga, uh, Pierce has done that. Forward pack, tremendous. And they've got Bradman Best and Ari Tuala, et cetera, right? Just on your men rugby league eye test... One part where I disagree with him, yeah, he might be competing with Caelan Ponga, but Caelan Ponga produces one and a half try assists per game. Right. Dylan Edwards produces half a try assist per game. That That is, to me, the sole worry for Penrith winning a competition. Mm. They do have Harpy, though, who yeah. probably, uh, they're getting, and Cleary. So if you've got all but one box ticked, yep. that's still a pretty handy combination, isn't it? And then you also add on top of that actually tries scored on top of try assists and then Kalen extends the margin there. What are the Knights roughly to win the comp, Joel? That's a big um, you, you really are keen. I, I can see your logic. I can see your logic, but um, uh, a lot would have to go right for them. Uh, while we mull over that, let's on. do this. Best bets. 26 bucks Newcastle, by the way. Uh, Sean, your best bets for round 15. Yeah, never would have thought I'd be putting up West Tigers as a best bet against, of all teams, the Roosters. But I'm this week. Roosters out is a huge, um, particularly if they run out as as name Hutchison and Flanagan in the halves. Can't have that at all. And, and Jack Friend, as I said before, complete liability. Um, head-to-head uh, is a better bet than the line, I think, with this West team. They could really turn up at Leichhardt and... And, and put a number on the rooster. All I think. right. Joel Kane. 
Yeah, so I'm, for the purposes of scoring with Jar, the executive scorer, I'm going this way. I'm going Eels to cover, Panthers to cover, Knights to cover. Ooh. But for you people at home, and this is how I'd be backing them, throw the three in your bet slip and take the option of any two to win. So you get the doubles. Take the doubles. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So yes. you can win them all. On the line. Yeah, but I'm super confident you get at least two out of three. If you get three out of three, then you get all four um, permutations, I suppose. So really keen on this little set here, Dan. Now, I have to apologise. The sports bet punters, Parramatta had their uh, halftime, full-time last week. Dollar fifty-seven. <laughs> I couldn't even get it home. But I'm on, I'm on similar lines to you, Joel. I've got – but I, I've gone multi uh, – sorry, head-to-head, not the line. Right. Eels to beat Melbourne to dollar sixty, Penrith to beat Cronulla three fifty dollar uh, thirty sorry dollar thirty, Canberra dollar twenty five to beat the Gold Coast and Newcastle a dollar thirty to beat the Cowboys. That gets I think to a rather tasty three thirty eight. And once you power play that up, which of course is a great yeah. option on the sports bet app, you can I think it, it mightn't get to four dollars, but it mightn't be too far away. So. Um, mine's just a slightly safer option than yours. No, I like that. Uh, $26, by the way, for the Knights. Yes. I tipped it last week. Uh, you could get 30. We've got grand final markets up for you to score in the grand final this year. I saw that. So, Caelan Ponga was $31, and I thought, oh, geez. You'd love to have that on grand final day if they made it. Surely the uh, the man- money needs to be with a Melbourne Storm player to score in a grand final. You've got to go for the team most likely to play. Um, it's in rugby league extras markets, Dan. So now we've got we've got a bingo this week. Or we have. All right. How did we go last week? I didn't see no. much yahooing. So no, we were ordinary last week. So we're going. Uh, we're going to do something a bit extra for the punters here. You're getting a two for one deal in the first game. Yes. So what we've done here, Addo Cart and or Ferguson. So if either score or both score, you just get one for ticking the match off, right? Yep. Good. Kick out. Good. For me doing that, I've got to find some value elsewhere. For Fita, for the Broncos. Yeah. Anthony Don, looking for his 85th career try. Oh, he always scores. David Nofaluma. Oh, he always scores. Cody Walker versus Manly. Oh, I like that. Remus Smith, crossfield kick, jumps up above, scores yes. a try. And Caelan Ponga versus the old firm. I don't like you. I don't like Ponga having to score. I'd rather him setting it up. Uh, what, do you, what odds are you getting for that? I think it's about five bucks, dude. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, for a free for a, a two for one in the first game. To me, the standout there is for feeder as the the hard one. But geez, I don't know. I like that. I'll, I'll have a little piece of that if I remember. Anything else we need to cover, Sean and Joel, before we say farewell? Oh, you know there is here too. When will Fergo break his drought? So that market's gone up, and you know what happens when those markets go up? It happens immediately. It happens immediately. Two dollars fifty for this week. Oh, you know what we're doing as well uh, this week only. Keep this in mind. We're doing a Sugar Sunday bingo for the last game of the round. We're going to nominate five players, any three to score in that last game. Very good. Yeah. Oh, that's Newcastle North Queensland. That could have points. Yeah. In it. So just po- fill po- it full of Newcastle people, please. Yeah. Righto. All right. That's it. Uh, Joel uh, and Sean. It is time to say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. See you, Colmoner. See you, boys. And gamble responsibly, please. Thank you. <laughs>